This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. Hey, let's roll. All right. Hey, welcome to the Two Bobs. I'm Rob. And I'm Robert. You're listening to episode 196 for Monday, November 7th. Got it. Easy go. enough. Yep. All right. And again, you can, if you want to redo it, 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 I, I, I have just as much fun editing as I do sitting here. And again, <laughs> it's conversations. We're going to have a good time. Let's roll. Okay. Are we, oh, it's already yeah, recording I, anyway. Yeah, so. no, it's, it's ready. All right. Welcome to the two Robs. I'm Dave. Rob. And I'm Robert. You're listening to episode 197 for Monday, November 28th, 2022. on the two bobs as always we're talking about the beer we're drinking also rob is not here and if that wasn't crazy enough we'll talk about some crazy news stories involving a dangerous chicken smuggler a paranormal floridian frisky ghosts a gruesome canine a hot dog turf war and some bad mexican bad mexican we've all had that a few times <laughs> not as bad as this guy oh man so how's it going? What I I see like there's a different person on the other side of my screen, and I don't quite know what to think. Yeah, uh, a little different than Rob, isn't it? <laughs> it Rob is kind so. of abandoned us this week. He did. He he ditched us. So for those those out there listening, we've got Rob out on vacation, and you know we missed last week, and I think we had another couple of weeks before that we didn't make because of either him not feeling good, me not feeling good, schedule mishaps, and that sort of thing. And now Rob's on vacation. Which we we alluded no to, and was internet access, no no internet. So this would be a surprise. And uh, yeah, last week we we missed because he wasn't feeling well and just was kind of coming down. I knew he was going to be gone. He's like, I need to rest. It's like, yeah, definitely don't don't throw a beer or two on on top of not feeling well. And what he had is something that I had had a couple weeks ago. Like, yeah, you don't you don't want to drink anything. And then try to squeeze in last week. I guess today's I don't know what day today is. Today's Tuesday. So he's tried to squeeze in last week before he left, and yeah, it didn't happen. He's like, yeah, I can't make it happen. Then he said, well, just continue on without me. And then that kind of started the the works churning in my head, and I decided, hey, reach out to Dave. Yeah, I got the the text message, and I'm like, oh, it's our group chat. And then, oh, wait, no, this is just Bob. <laughs> and, the, and then I was like, oh, well, this could be interesting. So uh, I uh, went and got the rest of my gear. and Yeah got it upstairs here and got it all set up and here we are so yeah well when i was up there in in michigan in september i guess it was now you had mentioned you know hey you know if anything ever happens i i got stuff and i i didn't think anything of it and then and then when it was time um it was time to to do this again i was like oh that's right he said he had stuff so i you you've got more than i thought so what what was your uh your purpose in having all this thing did you have I like, used to be a DJ. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, I actually did nightclubs and stuff oh, nice. like that and weddings, but um, I had uh, worked at a radio show for quite a while as well. So, yeah. Oh, cool. So you got, that's kind of where my, my interest in this is, is back in college and some time ago now, but I, I did the radio station there. Um, I was the local music director or whatever, you know, so I had a show and as part of my, part of my classes was to you know either do i did video 
Um, and then I did, I did this stuff with the radio station. And then this came about, you know, if you, if you listen to early episodes of the two Bobs, it was one of those things that I always just thought, Hey, that'd be kind of fun again. And then Rob and I met and, uh, the kind of the rest is history. I joked with him like, Hey, you know, when we have a podcast, cause we were always, you know, BSing back and forth. And, and then, uh, he was like, Oh, when we have it. And I was like, well, wait a minute. So let me just start going out and buying stuff. So that way he has to. And, uh, yeah, that was they just kind of went went from there, and it's it's been a lot of fun being able to use stuff. So yeah, you you've got stuff broken out. Maybe this will kind of scratch the itch. Yeah. You kind of you kind of look like you belong on uh, WKRP in Cincinnati a little bit. You know? Remember that show? Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Les Nessman. So yeah, and actually the turkey is it's uh, Thanksgiving week this week when we're recording yeah. this. It's I think it's yeah it's Tuesday before Thanksgiving, and uh, yeah, remember the uh, the turkey drop. I mean, we're going to drop a. Yeah, the all the turkey. It's probably the most famous episode of that show. Yeah, that ever. was a good one. Were well, you ready to drink some beer? You uh, you got something good, and I'm a little bit jealous. I'll let you know. Yeah, I'll let you tell us about it. Hey, bartender, another beer. I yeah, thought you so you said that you were going to wait to hear what I had before you chose yours, and I thought, hmm, I don't know what that. Well, means. I do and, have a backup, and it is in the fridge. So, no. uh, if you want to switch it up, go with what you have. <laughs> Well, so this week we got uh, from our friends at Founders. Uh, yeah. This will be, actually, I did some research, and this will be our 54th check-in to Founders <laughs> on the two bobs. Jesus. Uh, so I think we can say they're they're good friends of ours. Uh, we yeah. have um, a derivative of the Backwoods Bastard, uh, yeah. French Toast Bastard. It's a limited release. Backwoods Bastard gets its full-fledged breakfast treatment, our multi-enriched bourbon barrel. <laughs> Bourbon barrel aged scotch, bourbon barrel aged scotch ale. It has introduced the essence of smooth maple, warm cinnamon notes of sweet vanilla, and incredibly decadent brunch-inspired sipper. One taste, and you'd swear you were digging into your Sunday morning French toast breakfast for dinner. Anyone? Yes. Uh, and I will have to say, um, after taking a sip here and a a little whiff, uh, you definitely get the maple, yeah, and cinnamon out of that. Um, you know, uh, there's been a few check-ins to some French toast on the two bobs, uh, one by Roque. Um, and I will say I've had all of these, and this one takes a cake. Uh, you know, I rated it. You know, you're going to give me some flack here, but a five. No, no, I've had it, so I know it's a five. Uh, but this one, they've done it well. It's it's not overpowering in the maple or cinnamon um, notes. And, uh, yeah, let's take a drink. <sighs> yep. Yeah, definitely a five. Um, Founders never disappoints. No. So um, get it where you can. I know you said you could you could get it, which I thought yep. they said it was only distributed in Michigan, but it uh, looks like Virginia got lucky, huh? Yeah, we did. And it was, um, it was probably two weeks ago when I saw that I was checking the total wine because they tend to get some of the founders in it. And I, I looked there and it, they certainly did. I went and I grabbed two four packs and then I came home, had... I think two that night and then another week goes by and I had another two. And I thought, you know what? Now I'm only down to one four pack. I better go up and get another one. Cause it was like the CBS, you know, it was limited and it was, it was just unbelievable. I mean, it was, it was just yeah. right. Everything was well balanced. It wasn't overly sweet. Didn't have too much of the maple or too much of the vanilla. It had just, everything was right. It was, it was just really, really good. And, uh, Melissa likes to drink those those darker beers too, so I let her have it. And I said, you know what, we I keep telling her, I said we got to go up there and we got to get it right out of the tap. Like, 
Like you, that, you go to the founders and you, they, I mean, it comes right out of the wall. You know, that's as good as it's going to get. So, yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at with it now. Like, um, I joked with Rob, like, uh, this contends with CBS, if not better. And, uh, which in our books, that's the Holy grail. Um, yeah. but no, it's it, this, uh, only thing that would make this better is going right to founders and grabbing it from there. And, yeah. uh, and that may be, I don't know. I got a baby on the way uh, in two weeks, so <laughs> I don't know if that'll fly over well. But um, I do happen every time I go out and I see a four pack, I grab it because yeah. just like CBS, I'm sure that this will be gone and we'll never see it again. So, yeah, yeah, I might have to with the long weekend. I might have to go up and sneak another four pack out of there. They're trying to figure out what's up there near the total wine that I can say, oh, I'm, I've had it up there. And, uh, because a lot of times if I go up that way, she's like, all right, well, you're going to go to Total Wine, aren't you? So this time I think I'll be able to, I think there's a couple things up there, especially with uh, Christmas coming, uh, that I'll, I'll be able to sneak out. And that was the other question I had for you as far as Christmas our, shopping. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for me. Um, but yeah, the two weeks we were, we were just, uh, my, again, my wife, we were, I was telling her you were going to be on here and she's like, oh, well, you know, it's, they got to have a baby soon. It's like, yeah, I said, I don't know exactly when, but based off of when I was up there in September, I said, it, I, pretty sure it's got to be soon so yeah two weeks yeah roughly you know it's we're all on baby's time um we had uh technically she's due on the 10th but um we had our last ultrasound and she's measuring a little big so they kind of bumped it up and she's having contractions roughly every 15 minutes so oh wow yeah preparing Uh, yeah we're we're, (laughs) we spent the weekend um putting together baby stuff, getting the car seats ready. She put her bag yeah, together you in know. the bag. Yep. Yep. Everything is, is it's ready and, and willing to go. So, uh, Great. yeah, that's awesome. We're excited. That's awesome. Yeah. That's one of those things we were five weeks early with, with Benji. So we were like, yeah. you know, like, all right, well we're chilling. We got time and sitting there at the day after Christmas. And then all of a sudden something's not, you know, something's not going as planned. And, Right. Yeah, then there he was. And I was just excited. It's like, man, this this tax break. Like he was supposed to be due in January, and I thought, well, great. And then here it is. Like I said, right around Christmas time, and then he shows up. I'm like, shoot, this is awesome. I get I got to claim him already this year. And only <laughs> he only been here for a couple of days, so that was great. Right on. Awesome. Well, I'm going to go to our our friends, and I I didn't look up to see how many times we've had it on the show, but I know we've had left hand. It was probably I think to, I looked to make sure that I hadn't had this one before, and that Rob hadn't. Um, so I didn't see it, but there's probably eight or ten of these. But um, I've got the Left Hand Brewing Company Peanut Butter Milk Stout Nitro, uh, and one of the first beers that I had by Left Hand was a uh, the Milk Stout Nitro. And I and you'll see there in the notes if you if you're there looking at it um, that I didn't know how to pour it, and I I pour my beer, I pour it gently, like they say, you know, so it doesn't overflow and foam up everywhere and get all that head on it. Uh, and this is a nitro, so you're supposed to pour it hard. So of course, when I after I poured it, and I went to go sip it, and I looked, I was like, "Fuck, it's a nitro. It's supposed to pour it hard." So I guess I didn't get all the uh, the nitro stuff in there. But immediately cracking the cap, I could smell peanut butter come out of the out of the bottle. Um, so the second one that I I get to, I'm I'm definitely going to pour it hard to see if the taste is any different. The website tells us experience the butter half of America's stout. Our classic milk stouts, aromas of roasted coffee, milk chocolate, brown sugar, and vanilla cream combined with the sweet and savory flavors of peanut butter. Pour hard from the bottle to release the nitro magic inside and revel in the hypnotic cascade. 
Once that thick, pillowy head settles to the top, the nitro mouthfeel caresses your palate smoother than a spoonful of creamy peanut butter. As our Milk Stout's chocolate malt backbone plays with this lot of words with this nutty addition, every sip lingers like a liquid peanut butter cup. Pour hard, go nuts. 6.2% alcohol by volume. Um, and yeah, it's, it's it's nice and dark. It's kind of hard to tell. Let me get my Skype back here. Kind of hard to tell, but it, you can see it, it, it pours yeah. dark a lot like the, the founders that you got. So definitely smell the butter. Pour hard like three times in the description didn't really trigger a... Uh... <laughs> no, I didn't. You know, I don't. I don't read it. Yeah, I just yeah, figured, oh, I'll, I'll pour it. And then we'll Scott talk. Jail. It's it's yeah, dark, but nice it's still dark. got a, like a little amber hue to it. Yeah, yep. Definitely smells like peanut butter. And like I said, I could smell that right as it came out of the out of the bottle. Right, right after I cap, you know, pulled the cap off rather. But let me see if I can taste any of it. it smells good. It's one. It's a lot like the Southern Tier Cinnamon Roll where I kept the bottle sitting around for three weeks, but. Southern Tier, that's another one up there with Founders. Yeah. That's really good. It, it definitely has the peanut butter. It's not overly sweet. Definite strong peanut taste, though, if you're if you're looking for that. And I figured once I smelled it that way that it definitely was going to have that, that flavor in there. And it, it's definitely prevalent. Uh, a lot of times you'll get these and they'll, it'll just be a subtle. Like you'll, I'll have a vanilla stout or something like that with vanilla. And I like, can barely taste it in there. But you know what's there? This, you definitely get the peanut butter. So if you like peanut butter, this is definitely a, a, a great choice. Um, for ratings, it's not quite a five. It's it's very smooth. It doesn't have a lot of bite to it, probably either because I didn't pour it correctly or because it's a nitro, which tend to be a bit more smooth. Um, I'm going to rate it a four and a quarter. I really like it. I'm going to enjoy the rest of them. I did bring another bottle down, and I've still got four more up in the refrigerator. But four and a quarter is just right. I mean, it's... It's it's good enough that I'm definitely going to go out and buy it again, and I would I would push it above the other fours with it being uh, I would consider this a favorite. And if I ever have a chance where I see it, a lot like some of the other beers, I would go ahead and just grab a six pack and keep it around all the time. So again, that's yeah. the uh, Left Hand Brewing Company Peanut Butter Milk Stout Nitro. I've uh, I thought I've checked into more Left Hands, but apparently only one, and that was their White Russian Nitro. Oh. I I saw that there and I, that one, I didn't it was, get it was pretty that. good. I I rated that a four and a quarter and okay. uh, it it actually surprisingly uh you know it, it had, you could definitely taste the white russian in it. It wasn't yeah. too bad, but it wasn't my favorite, but it was still really good. Yeah, if I hadn't bought a couple of those um uh french toast bastard, I bought this. I bought they had an imperial stout and I bought one other and I thought, you know, I just cuz I want to stock up between now and Christmas, no and I don't really want to go back there during christmas right. but um so i bought a couple to to last for a bit um but yeah i might have to pick that up because I, I do like a good white russian so well, maybe i'll sneak that in too it's good stuff <laughs> you ready for some crazy news let's do it All right. Kind of like I said earlier, and I don't know if we were recording then or not, but you're the guest here. Do you want to go first or do you want me to take first? You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll take this one. Okay. Uh, our first story takes us to, uh, you guessed it, Florida. Uh, CBS News. Florida traveler stuffed gun into raw chicken and tried to bring it on plane, TSA says. Ah, good old Florida. Yeah. 
uh, prospective air traveler was roasted by the transport. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even get through the first paragraph. Not something you hear every day. (laughs) A prospective traveler was roasted by the Transportation Security Administration on social media Monday after officers with a federal agency said it caught a it caught a person trying to conceal a gun inside a raw chicken stashed inside their carry-on luggage. Uh, The weapon was flagged by TSA at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport in Florida, where the officers found it wrapped in what looked like thin paper packaging hidden inside a raw chicken. Ew. Oh, slimy sucker. A post shared to the official TSA Instagram account on Monday included a photo of the uncooked bird being examined in an airport security screening area. The gun, once it was removed, unwrapped its caption leaned heavily into Thanksgiving themed puns, <laughs> starting with there's a foul, there's there's a personal foul here. <laughs> oh, and that picture, uh that uh you know, you know, I I can understand where they thought they might get away with it. It almost <laughs> looks like the little gizzard bag inside the turkey, right? So many questions. The plot chickens as we barrel our way closer to Thanksgiving, a TSA <laughs> spokesperson wrote. For us to take time to be thankful that our officers are always working around the clock to keep you safe. Take, for instance, hen before you believe it uh, at Fort Lauderdale and Hollywood International Airport. We hate to break it to you. See, I read it wrong. Uh We hate to beak it to Uh, you. See, they tricked you. (laughs) But stuffing a firearm in your holiday bird for travel is just a waste of time. Oh, I really read this closely. Look at all these puns. I a love lot of it. puns. Yeah. Uh, the idea wasn't half-baked. It was raw, greasy, and obviously unsupervised. The only roast happening here was the poor packing choice. <laughs> the caption continued <laughs> <laughs> Feather you like it or not, there are rules for traveling and guns and ammunition. Mm. Cuisine for a full Thanksgiving menu, including fresh meat and seafood, are permitted and carry-on luggage, as long as travelers abide by federal packaging guidelines, which are available on the TSA website. However, people looking to travel with guns and ammunition are required to pack unloaded weapons in a lock hard-sided containers in their conceal in their checked bags and must declare those items at the airport ticket counter when they arrive for their flight. The officer's discovery in Fort Lauderdale, among many bizarre finds in TSA are Officers at airports across the U.S. last year, uh, last year, a chainsaw was flagged <laughs> in New Orleans. Wow. Uh, something an agency called a meth burrito hmm, was confiscated in Houston. I'd like a burrito, but I don't think yeah, a meth one would be very good. about a meth burrito. I don't even want to know what one of those looks like. So the first thing that, think, that comes to mind is I didn't <laughs> know that you could. I mean, I guess you have to be able to, but I didn't think you could carry a gun on a plane even if it's checked like that would be something that you couldn't get away with does that does that jive with or or are you like yeah of course you can um you can um, you say, oh, I've done i it. know this <laughs> uh my aunt actually just visited here from north carolina and yeah. she works for um the department of north carolina yeah uh corrections so she monitors all the all the fun people with ankle bracelets Oh. So she carries gun, you know, she's yeah. basically an officer. So yeah. a little different, but yeah, there are rules, of course, not chickens. <laughs> yeah. And a lot, that's, that was the part that, I mean, they're bringing the gun like, okay, that's fine. But 
then you it's not really that crazy, but then you pack it inside a raw chicken to stick it in your bag and then hope it's gonna get through. It's there's there's a lot of there's a lot of thinking that didn't happen there, I think. And that yeah, I mean at least me baked chicken. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, get a rotisserie one, not a raw <laughs> right. one. In a paper bag. Hmm. Now I poured the second one and I and I I poured it. This one has a lot more. I got Hey, very good. Back. That looks that looks better. This one's better, and it's still very smooth. It's it's got it's actually even more smooth now, and probably because it's got that that little layer of foam on it. But yeah, definitely um, still has all the peanut butter in it, and still has all the great taste of the other. So I, I still leave it at the four and a quarter, but uh, it definitely has a bit more. Um, I don't say I don't know what the right word is, but it definitely tastes more more appropriate, I guess, now that I poured it well. But too funny. People are just weird. And I didn't say what the person's name is. A lot of times I like to find it and then I, I like to Google them to try to see, you know, I want to learn more about these people, but they <laughs> you want to see if names. they look ridiculous as they, uh, yeah. They... <laughs> yeah. Like what's the dental situation? Usually the first <laughs> the thing dental. that covers my mind. Yes. How many um, do, don't you have, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, the next one's going to keep us in Florida and we're going to go to our friends at the Miami Herald. Where it tells us that paranormal activity cited as a reason why a man was stopped for driving without two tires. I got a lot of pop-ups on this one. All right, let's see. An SUV missing two tires was stopped along Florida's Interstate 75, and the driver said paranormal activity was behind the disappearance. It happened, he said, because someone put a curse on him, according to an October 28 news release. Happened to be right around Halloween, so that probably had something to do with it. Uh, irony is scarce there. Well, yeah. He finished his meth burrito and then decided to take a drive. The traffic stop occurred around 4 a.m. Sunday on an Interstate 75 ramp near Marion Oaks, the sheriff's office said. Marion Oaks is about 65 miles northwest of Orlando. And I was going to ask that. You should be able to hear it, too. Alexa, where is Marion Oaks, Florida? From Bioner.com. The Oaks is a subdivision within the city of Thanodosassa. Florida. Makes sense. Thank you. Anytime. Glad Deputy, I could help. <laughs> Deputy Wilson noted that the tires were. Oh. <laughs> You've got visitors, Dave. <laughs> Anybody you need to investigate? It's oh. the neighbor. It's okay. the neighbor kid. My son has a friend that's. Oh, I got a friend. All right. She's. Yeah. Sound like they got it down there. Deputy Wilson noticed that the tires were not only deflated, but he was driving on what remained of the rim. When the deputy asked him about the damage on the vehicle, the driver stated somebody had put a curse on him and that he had hit a curb a little too hard. That'll do it every time. The driver who lived in Tampa said the mishap led to a do-or-die choice, either drive home without the tires or set the SUV on fire and, <laughs> and sleep in the median. measures. <laughs> And sleep in the media. I, I think he made the right choice, although there there was a, a bit of a, a misstep in there somewhere, uh, according to the body cam video. Somebody put a curse on me. That's paranormal activity, the driver said. Suspecting another kind of spirits might be involved, the deputies asked the 29-year-old driver to submit to sobriety tests. He agreed, but became increasingly agitated, as you would expect, spitting on the deputies, threatening to attack them, kicking them, and then trying to take one deputy's taser from the holster, the sheriff's office said. After his arrest, making it impossible for them to conduct 
A test to determine his blood alcohol. If you mess with me right now, let me tell you something. I'm going to break your head with a baseball bat. The driver is heard telling the deputy, I'm sure he didn't have one, and he didn't have one even concealed in a raw chicken. I'm going to skin you alive. The deputies arrested the driver and charged him with two counts of battery on a law enforcement officer, resisting an officer with violence, attempt to deprive an officer of means of protection or communication, corrupt by threat against public servant and driving under the influence. Not in that order. He now faces 25 and a half years of imprisonment and being held on a $27,000 bond, which seems for 25 years is not nearly enough. That seems like a severe time for imprisonment, but not really that much bond. Like you can get out for like a quarter of that. If you watch any of the shows, they tell yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, you know, you think 25 years, you're thinking maybe a million or two, yeah. maybe three, but 27, like <laughs> I carry that in my pocket, right? I was going to say, he probably had it. Like, hold on, I'll, I'll get you that now. Can I go Let home? Me just sell this meth burrito and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we'll have our bond. <laughs> How was our next one? Oh, no, this is yours. Yeah. I found this one. Uh, and I was like, well, this. This screams the two bobs. It does. Uh, next story takes us to uh, Texas, believe it or not. Uh-oh. Uh, Fox News. The crazy's there. Uh, Texas wow. homeowner says hooker ghosts have <laughs> taken over her rental property, and they're trying to stir up business. Uh, Linda Hill uh, is the, the lady's name, said there are four different types of ghosts in her home. Uh-oh. A Texas woman named a spooky discovery about a rental home in Gainesville after several renters claimed it was haunted. Linda Hill, owner of a Hill House Manor, told Jesse Waters Primetime Monday she was taking a shower when she heard someone say, looking good. <laughs> I thought it was my husband. I mean, he and I were the only ones in the house, she said. However, it wasn't on her husband making those comments. It was a ghost, she added. <laughs> I spoke to him. You know, he told me I was looking good. Uh-oh. I said, thank you. And I asked him what he had been doing that day. And we had a whole conversation and he left and he left. He'll explain. She added that he believes she believes that the home was has many different types of ghosts. We've got kids and we've got old people, <laughs> old guys, and we've got hookers. Oh, man. Must be nice. She she told the host, Jesse Walters. <laughs> uh, the most common type of ghosts that come around here are, quote, hookers. He'll exclaimed. <laughs> <laughs> male renters <laughs> I can't even get through this <laughs> male renters she said have told her they have felt somebody stroking their face stroking their arm and touching their shoulder is that all they were stroking <laughs> uh, host Jesse Waters equipped that's a good thing about a hooker ghost <laughs> was that you have to never you don't ever have to pay it <laughs> that's right he'll responded. <laughs> Uh, they 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 try to stir up business, but they can't figure out a way to conclude the transaction, so nothing ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> the Hill House Manor owner said, a ghost did follow a renter home one time, but eventually got tired. <laughs> yeah, running home. At that, uh, I wonder how far that was. Uh, she said, told the man, the ghost, come home, and they, and they did. So she came back here. <laughs> Uh, the rental home has been reportedly a, uh, a popular spot in recent months for paranormal investigators staying the night for, to figure out the alleged paranormal uh, phenomena. I'm sure they're probably hoping for a happy ending at that point, too. <laughs> now, I, I'm I'm Googling this because I want to see if <clears throat> this is a real place, and it, it is. They have yeah. a 
course, they have a Facebook page, and then there there are other stories. And there's actually a YouTube video at this haunted North Texas house. The ghost. Oh, it's actually yeah. You. Look so at that. Hill House Manor, inside the haunted Hill House Manor house in Texas. Hill House Manor guest. Oh, guest book. That's on Amazon. So I feel like this is one of those things where, you know, if we were close, I guess we could always do it. Of course, there's the magic of airplanes these days where we'd have to rent some rooms and the three of us could go down there and, and stay. I'm not quite sure, but there's also a Netflix, The Haunting of Hill House. I'm not sure if yeah, these two, two are that. related. It says it's from based off a novel. So I thought, well, oh. maybe it's just the name of it. Do you think the hooker uh, ghost wrote a novel about it? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> the picture book. Now, do you believe in ghosts that's a tough call i'm not gonna judge you either way i promise i i'm gonna go ahead and say no okay. i don't believe in paranormal activity okay i i i'm not sure but i live you know as rob will rob will attest i i took him when he was here uh i lived near quite a few civil war areas including battlefields and and the one near me where you know, thousands of people died, and another one near me where tens of thousands died. Mm-hmm. And reportedly in my neighborhood, and I have not witnessed this, thankfully, maybe I'm just in the right spot, but reportedly people in my neighborhood have had weird experiences with Civil War soldiers that have been in their house that have closed doors, opened doors. I don't know that any of them have stood there and had a whole conversation, but I, I have heard uh, and seen in a neighborhood Facebook group where certain people, depending on what part of the neighborhood they live in, are like, "Hey, did you, did you happen to experience this?" And there's a there's a subset that are like, "Yeah, I've, I've had that stuff happen too." I have not seen it. I have not experienced it. Thank goodness. Um, I think I'd be okay with it, though. I guess I mean, unless if they it was were like Civil War heroes. I mean, I think I'd well, be okay with that. <clears throat> yeah. So he. Well, I guess as far as heroes go, where where these were, it was. Um, there's a lot of, I guess it depends on what you consider a hero. There, there's a lot of Confederate dead yeah, that are buried yeah. over there. Um, and they actually left them there when they, when the, the war was over, they, or the, the battles were over, they'd go in and they'd get the federal soldiers out or that what they called the federal, which was the right. North. They would get them out mm-hmm. and they would, they would leave the Confederate soldiers. So all those folks were either just buried where they lay. Um, so that's really what it is. And they, they were saying we went on a tour not too long ago. And they said, yeah, we're going to come and try to do one of those things where they they use the um, the magnetic, you know, whatever it is to, right. to measure what's in the ground to see if they could determine where these people are buried. Like they, there's, there are some areas that have stones and markings. Like we know who was here and who, who, who died. But in other areas, like there's just fields and they're like, yeah, there's, there's tens of thousands of people that, that died here that probably never left like they were just buried right there so i i gotta think that you know in a way that it's real even never having experienced it but maybe maybe not and that's only because of what people that i don't think are are weird that have said um but who knows i think really until i i see it myself i'll i'll still be skeptical Um, yeah there's there's um in the in the town that i grew up um here i'll actually i'll send you the link there, there's a road, and it's called the Legend, Legend of Morrow Road. Yeah, and uh, and basically, that's it's some thing that it's haunted. Um, some lady and her, I think it was her child. Um, 
they got into an accident on this road. And yeah. if you drive down the road at a certain time of the month, blah, 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 you know, yeah, and now they're trying it. to make a movie out of it. <laughs> uh, so there's like a whole funding page for this movie. Yeah. And they're actually, I guess they're casting for it now. But yeah, um, uh, yeah the, so I don't, I mean, I've gone down this road. I can't tell you how many times and. You've never I've, seen them. I've gotten nothing out of it, but you know that doesn't mean yeah. other people. You know, maybe it's all in your perception. Now, the headless horseman, I do, I do uh, believe exists because I read that story a lot as a uh, as a kid. If you want to take the next one, tell us what uh, what that has to do with anything. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, oh no! Wait, did you do, you did the last one right? I did do this last okay. one, but if you want okay. me to do this one too, okay. uh, you can take, take the next two. Uh, oh, okay, I'll take this one. Well, speaking of, I guess that was my my cheap way of trying to segue into the next one. But this next one takes us to our friends at the New York Post, where a dog caught running with a decapitated head in his mouth. Wait, a dog? Where a dog was caught running with decapitated head in his mouth through a Mexican town. I think I got that right. Yeah, you got it. This this freaks me out. I'll I'll save my comments for the end. A dog was caught on video (laughs) in Zacatecas, Mexico. Alexa, where is Zacatecas, Mexico? Zacatecas is a state in the western part of Mexico. It shares a border with Guanajuato and Aguascalientes. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Well, a dog was caught on video in Zacatecas, Mexico, running down the street with a human head hanging out of its mouth. And I just imagine the cartel had something to do with this, although I don't want to invoke them, so I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Alarming video clips shared to social media show the stray dog running down a street at night holding the corpse's head by the neck, Ew. likely taking it somewhere to eat the remains. The head and other body parts were abandoned in an automatic teller booth in the town of Monte Escobedo on Wednesday. An unnamed, which is... Transaction not, declined. Yeah, unnamed <laughs> law enforcement official told Fox News. The body parts had been left with a message referring to... See, referring to a drug cartel. The message, uh, you know, I'm, I'm more afraid of them than the ghost, which is likely intended to intimidate rivals and authorities, was perce- was interceived by the mischievous canine before police were able to recover it. The police in the crime-ridden state had to pry the corpse's head from the hungry dog's mouth. Hopefully they gave it some biscuits and milk bones or something. And yeah, there's lots of pictures. The violence has spiked in recent years in the city of Zacatecas, with many pointing to a turf war. I think we'll be talking about a turf war here momentarily between the Sinaloa and Jalisco drug cartels, which are both looking to control drug tra- trafficking routes to the U.S. Hopefully they don't succeed. But yeah, there's there's pictures of it. And I, I thought, there yeah, there is a video. I oh, there is? It. I didn't see the. I just see the blurred photos. Yeah, the blurred photos. It says, warning, distressing content. So I'm going to watch it, see if it's... I don't like that it's holding it by the neck. No, it's still blurred out in the videos. But yeah, it's just it's just walking down the street carrying it. Just Oh yeah, look at that. He's like do 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 trying to find a place and the car is chasing him, so he's trying to kind of like be discreet about it. That's wild. Do you have to train a dog to carry a head around or does that just come <laughs> natural? <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm gonna save that picture there. Be make it to the show art. Well, <clears throat> this next one, it tells us about a turf war. I think I could get behind if you want to take that one for us. 
All right. Let me let me get rid of this dog carrying a head here real quick. <laughs> uh, this next story takes us to CBS 8. Uh, I'm not sure where they're out of here. This uh, was in uh, California. It looks like San, or yeah, San Diego. San Diego. Uh, hot dog vendor stabbed an alleged turf war with another hot dog vendor outside of Petco Park. Look at that. Petco, it's where the pets go. <laughs> yeah, with that, all the headless dogs or whatever it was <laughs> we just read about. Witness said hot dog vendors from Los Angeles were set up in areas where uh, San, Diego, San Diego hot dog vendors typically sling food and all, an altercation altercation <laughs> over territory ensued. Oh, man. But he beat you the other with hot dogs over the heads oh, or something. Oh, hot dogs. Meth hot dogs, probably. Tube, tube steaks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, San Diego, a 21-year-old hot dog vendor, was arrested for, for stabbing a person after an alleged turf war between an out-of-town vendor set up, side out, set up outside of Petco Park late Saturday night. San Diego police responded to 10th and K Street in the downtown area of San Diego around 10.30 p.m. Saturday, following reports of a large brawl involving 10 to 15 people, according to an officer on the scene. Duke Dumont played at Petco Park which uh, if you're not familiar, that's uh, like a EDM type of band. Uh, before an, an incident was reported, which drew a crowd of thousands of people, people typically also provides an opportunity for local food vendors to feed the hungry concert goers in search of a quick, tasty Would bite. Would you finish my sandwich? As <laughs> tempers flared, witnesses said a hot dog vendors from Los Angeles were set up in areas where San Diego hot dog vendors tip. Did I read that already? <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got distracted by the drop. <laughs> Finish my oh. sandwich. <clears throat> I don't know. I was distracted by, I, I did a search for hot dog vendors and. Now I'm really hungry. If I wasn't uh, hungry a, for the burritos. In a press release, San Diego police <laughs> told CBS 8 that a group of food vendors got into a verbal argument resulting in a 30-year-old one, 31-year-old man being stabbed in the back. Oh, man. <laughs> with a hot dog. <laughs> for a hot dog. San Diego police deployed pepper spray, according to Lieutenant. Well, you got to have pepper on a hot dog, right? Right. That's We're true. kind of in at that point. According to Lieutenant Robert Stinson. See, friend is, of the show. A friend of the show, Robert Stinson, which is common to dispense rowdy and unruly crowds engaged in hostile activity, according to the department. Video from OnScene.tv showed up showed multiple people being treated on scene by San Diego Fire Department and Rescue for pepper spray being deployed. The male victim was stabbed, who was stabbed, <laughs> was transported into an area hospital where non with non-life-threatening injuries. <laughs> Yanni Yans, oh. 21, was taken into custody in relation to the stabbing. Additional video from OnScene.tv showed people buying and devouring hot dogs as others were being medically treated. <laughs> the show must go on. Medically treated while police investigate the crime. San Diego, please. The city of San Diego requires vendors to obtain a permit to sell food on city sidewalk. However, it's unwell unknown whether or not the out-of-town vendors obtained the correct licensing or if anyone was involved was permitted to sell in the area. No other serious injuries were you reported. You piece yet. of shit human mm. being. 
That's Thanks, all Matt. I could say. You know, I, I, I guess that if you're a hot dog vendor, you're probably not making a ton of money. So somebody know, taking know, a There's couple a bucks lot of, at a time, uh, medicinal um, marijuana, and consumed yeah. it. Uh, you know, you get the munchies. Yeah, maybe maybe. I haven't had any of that. I've just had one and a half of these. I was going to say these Petco beers, but they're what did I have? The uh, Milk Stout Nitro peanut butters, and I, I could use hot dogs. I mean, I've had dinner. I had a great dinner, and then I came down here to to do this, and I I still could eat some of those hot dogs. I think because I saw a lot of good ones when I was I was browsing the uh, browsing the interweb looking for pictures of hot dogs to use in the show art. And I, hot dogs, I've seen yeah. a lot of very very. Let's go good for ones. a Chicago dog. Let's go to Chicago. A Chicago. Well, funny about that is that one of the first times that Rob and I were talking about meeting. We were we were gonna we were gonna meet in Chicago and then and then he showed up at my house so we we didn't, we didn't <laughs> do that but there's a lot of a lot of really good st- stuff in these yeah places. I moved on to a a Dragon's Milk Reserve here Ooh. this is their uh, Dragon's Milk 2022 Reserve three so See, maybe. I, that's something that I I can't get down here but look at that. oh there's man this is dog. look at that this is that's, good oh that looks delicious. I mean, there's there's the Portillos here, uh, right by us. I think you saw that. It was yeah, right, right yeah. We went the, there before I left. I see. I haven't been there. Um, uh, and apparently, cool. that's a Chicago thing, or they yes. have Chicago related things there. But uh, yeah, they were not I, happy with me coming in with my Packers hat. <laughs> hey, yeah, no, the Lions actually won against New York the other day, which yeah, um, totally. And uh, there was a there was a guy on Twitter. He was watching, I don't know if you're familiar with Red Zone, how uh-huh. that works, but they show yep. you the, so there was a guy on Twitter, he posted Red Zone, a picture of the Lions playing yeah. in New York, but then the Bills playing at the Lions in field Detroit. because of the big snow yeah. debacle over in, in Buffalo. Yeah. He goes, this is confusing to me because it was the <laughs> Bills playing on the Lions field and the Lions playing on the New York field. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, there was a lot. That was a lot of snow. That's pretty wild. And I, I saw a thing that said that they would normally play there, but where, when they have that much snow, they have to truck it somewhere. And they said they truck it to the the field and they they put it at, at the field, so there would be no place for people to park, and probably would have taken it inside the field. I guess I don't know until it had a chance. So there's a lot going on with that. They figured, yeah, we don't we don't really have the room to be able to put any of this or any of the people or any of the cars. So. So I'm I mean I'm glad that they were able to get out and get the game on because that's that's a nightmare to reschedule that. But yeah, no, I've been yeah, watching was, the Bears. Um, and I, not the Bears, but the the Lions. Let's see, they've been doing well. Of course, they beat us, and we'll have we'll have another game here. I'm usually the last game of the season against the Lions, so we'll see if we're able to uh, you know even the series. Yeah, they're um, they're the Lions. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I've notoriously been a Packers fan myself, so yeah. Uh, but uh yeah oh shit this last one takes us to our friends of the daily news reported where a houston man was arrested with condoms full of heroin inside his buttocks and blames bad mexican food this probably knows something about a dog with a head houston texas peter bustamonte 33 went to the hospital late last night because he was experiencing terrible stomach pains the doctors asked the routine questions, and when they asked, have you eaten anything lately that you may have caused this pain, Bustamante responded with, well, I just got back from Mexico, and I did eat some questionable seafood. 
And I drank the water down there. After hearing this doctor's order, an IV to keep him hydrated and a bedpan to catch anything that may have leaked out from his buttocks. Of course, they say buttocks. <laughs> That's the official term for it. When a nurse came to change the bedpan, she noticed some strange objects inside the waist. She found five condoms. The police were called in as this wasn't the first time the hospital had issues with condoms and contraband. Five condoms filled with heroin were found to have come out of his buttocks. It almost seems funnier when you say buttocks. When it's questioned by authorities, Bustamante stuck to his story of having bad Mexican and the source of the heroin-filled condoms. Police didn't buy his story, and he was arrested for transportation of a felony. He was, he was arrested for transportation of a felony amount of narcotics over the border. He didn't say what kind of Mexican he had. He was getting Mexican uh, heroin. <laughs> could be. <laughs> From a burrito. <laughs> a meth burrito. <clears throat> yeah, maybe it was stuffed inside there where you know, Chipotle gives those really big burritos. Maybe it was full of there, and he's... I don't know. I, his his eyes are kind of mesmerizing me in that that uh, picture. Although you you I didn't you didn't have the link. Probably you couldn't see it. So let me see if I'll share the screen here. Oh, there you yeah, go. he looks like a stand up citizen. <laughs> He's got the DC flag under his under his. He eyes. does. Look at him. Yeah. What's funny about these is that I'll 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 get the um. Say open image and new tab with these since they're you know daily news reported they're known for being less than uh they're noted for being less than truthful in their stories. I like to go and and paste the image to see where it actually came from sometimes yeah see you'll find the you'll actually find the original story, oh boy <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> Those are horrible. <laughs> That's not the original story, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times I'll say I'll, I'll backtrack on that. A lot of times <laughs> you'll find the original story. Like, yeah, it, it's always, it's always, <laughs> <laughs> it's always better. So, what's funny about this is somebody. It looks like it's a a, a home tattoo, and he he put glasses, he tattooed glasses on himself, and his his hand was a little bit shaky. It says, you see, it says Ray Ban there. <laughs> oh man, too funny. <clears throat> yeah. So normally you can, you can, uh, you can find those stories. And yeah, that's not quite what I was expecting anyway. Well, too funny. All right. Well, that was episode 197. And I want to thank you for taking some time out of your, your busy schedule, you know, with a, a baby uh, coming and, uh, kids in the house already and, uh, you know, your, your son and some friends over and, uh, spending some time. I know it was, uh, something that hopefully you were looking forward to and that you had a great time. And again, I, I appreciate it. I had a great time. So again, hopefully you did too. Yeah, absolutely. This was, uh, it was a pleasure. Uh, it was nice to see what goes on behind the scenes of the, the two Bobs, you know, it's a huge production, everybody. You know? That's right. You get to break out all your old gear too. Yeah. Yeah. I got to finally get out, uh, you know, one of those things where uh, if you don't use it in, in so many years, you should just get rid of it. And well, here it is a few years later and oh, well, <laughs> the clock reset. <laughs> that's why I always laugh. Is that, that's why we always have boxes of cables and stuff like I might need. And that's what happened when Rob was here. I happen to have, when we've been doing this, this, I think I looked the other day, 2017 was our first episode. And I, I happened to have, when he was here, I had an extra cord that I 
I bought one and I was like, oh, I want a longer one. So I got right. that. And I just never sent the old one back. So it's been sitting over there. So he shows up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we'll record. And it's like, well, yeah, I have an extra cord. So like, it was I have easy. like five of everything because I'm an IT, right? I so and I don't throw cords. that stuff away. No, because you're going to need you're going to need it. I got all, all my old stuff is sitting there. And Melissa's like, I was like, well, when are you going to get rid of that? It's like, You know, I'm going to need it. And uh, yeah, here, here we were. He showed up. was like, I got an extra cord that I was like, it's 12 bucks. I can afford to keep that, you know, even if I, I don't send it back. And it came in handy. So, well, anyhow, again, I appreciate you. And uh, for everybody else, we'll see you next week. See you. This preceding show is brought to you with joy by the two Bobs. No words of their own. Not of anybody else in the world. Because nobody else would fucking own up to this shit. And... You can subscribe to our podcast or just go to the fucking 2 Stop being a little bitch and just own up and do it. 